60% of all WordPress sites that were hacked were hacked because somebody had an outdated plugin. That's scary. Hi, my name's Rob. I'm a sales engineer uh, at uh, WebPros. And uh, I'm here today with Andy, who's a product manager at WebPros. Um, and his strong point is uh, our WordPress uh, yeah, products. Um, and so today, and that's what we're going to be discussing. We're going to be discussing state of WordPress at the moment, um, you know, and, and basically any topics around that. So, Andy, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah. Thank you, Robert. Um, my name is Andy, and uh, yeah, I've been with WebPros for, I think, over 17 years. And most of that time, I've spent, well, not most, the majority of that time, I've spent working on WordPress-related products, starting with WP Toolkit. And uh, right now, we have some other new exciting products related to WordPress coming out. So, I'm also involved there as well. I, I mean, I've been working on Plask and other products as well, but WordPress is my main passion and my main thing in the company, so to say. So, um, <clears throat> the WordPress market to, uh, at the moment. I mean, I know I've, I've been to WordCamps. I've, um, you know, I've had um, a lot of uh, interaction with the WordPress community, and I know it's growing, and it's it's a really big thing at the moment. Um, I myself, I've been in this industry for around about 20 years, but I know when I started, um, basically most people were traditional web hosting. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah. it was editing HTML yourself and um, uh, websites tended to look pretty ugly unless you've <laughs> really got a serious expert developing the site. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, so I know, um, you know, there's been this revolution with, with um, CMS um, options. Um, and WordPress is obviously the biggest and most popular of those. Um, but also, uh, we do now uh, appear to have a generation where uh, web hosting is almost as if it's becoming a commodity, I think. Um, and so you've got these, like, instant solutions where people just do a quick point and click somewhere and the website. Um, so how do you actually see um, this development and, and how do you see, you know, the WordPress position in relation to uh, to this sort of instant generation? Mm -hmm. This is actually a pretty cool question because uh, if you look back at the times that you've mentioned, and I mean, I've been there, I still remember discovering CSS for the first time, like, oh, I can do that. So uh, the paths slowly started to diverge at, I don't know, at the beginning of the thousands. And uh, it was then where, like, you had one branch where people went, okay, we got to do that, but more complex because we're having, like, more control over what we're doing. And it was the beginning of web applications as they are, right? Because at first it was just sites, just static HTML and stuff. And uh, like dynamic languages were like, oh my God, what's that? You can do that? Yeah, so, and the other thing, the other branch, so to say, was people who were like, okay, this is going into the way that a lot of us cannot work with because it's, it's getting too complicated. I mean, HTML was complicated for a lot of people. So let's, let's see what we can do to help those people who don't know that 
and who obviously will not be able to learn more complex topics. Let's go with the instant site builders and whatnot. It actually started quite a long time ago, maybe 20 years ago, and it just went to different ways and, you know, the applications got more complex and, you know, bigger and more powerful. And at the same time, the web builders or whatever we call them, the site builders usually, <clears throat> went the other way. And I know that because it was responsible for one of the site builders in our company. So I was kind of looking at all of that, right? Uh, but then later, like, as we, as we come closer to the current year, the community of people who were like on the complex tech side, they realized that the sheer volume of people who are going into the whole website administration, website, web presence creation industry, let's put it this way. It's such an overwhelming amount of people and that you got to do something because otherwise that whole thing where you're like a tech person, you do a complex thing. Uh, like Drupal, maybe like Joomla and WordPress and other CMS and blog systems that you have to install by yourself, you know, configure by yourself. It's going to shrink. If you're not doing something with that, it's going to shrink because people will simply go to the to where it's simpler for them. And since you have a lot of inf a huge influx of people who are new, they're obviously not going to go. Yeah, I want that because it's so complex and powerful. No, they're going to something. Uh, to use something simpler mm. and this is where i think the paths start started to converge a bit again because wordpress right now works a lot on making sure that uh these uh, these users and just users who want to use wordpress uh kind of have an easier time well at the moment they don't have it as easy as if you were doing an instant site builder right but we should go there I, I believe that in order for WordPress to be more successful, they have to bridge this gap. They have to solve this because otherwise, just put yourself in the place of a person who are just starting, right? Like a, um, I wouldn't say a Zoomer specifically, right? <laughs> but you get the idea. <clears throat> so if you take a person like that, they're used to doing things. I wouldn't say instant gratification because it sounds a bit negative, but they're used to uh, like absolutely fast, uh, almost instantaneous feedback from the system they're interacting with. Like smartphones and Facebook and all of that stuff. Exactly. So they like to see the results quick. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the world is getting faster and faster and faster, like the tempo of living and so on and so on. And then basically you're like, you got to accommodate for these people and for the way they expect the software to work. And it means that, okay, WordPress as it is right now might be too slow for them because you have to install it. Oh, wait, before you install it, you have to buy hosting. And people are like, what is hosting? Why can't I just go to, I don't know, some kind of a site building solution that does the all in one package and does hosting and everything and just gives me this instant result. And this is where I think WordPress is as far as I can tell, WordPress is kind of going because it's the most popular solution from that branch of like technical uh, solutions, so to say, in the world. And it's hugely popular and deservedly so, in my opinion. It has a fantastic community, uh, as you've said, and uh, it it offers a lot. You can do anything with that. And uh, But the price of the entry is relatively high. 
So the question is what we can do to lower this barrier of entry and what we as a company, the web pros can do to help WordPress guys do that because we're talking with them all the time and we're trying to figure out what we can do on our side as well. Yeah, because I mean, I know um, um, with my background, I started off in traditional server hosting and, and it very often was the case of if you needed a, you know, a company website, the first step was you rented a server. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you put your, your entire server just for you, fine, but that's quite nice, but it's not cheap. And then you've got to get your guys in to actually start developing your website. Um, and I do think, I mean, you know, I, I know we, uh, as a company, WebPros, we have some solutions which make all of that a lot easier. And I think also with the traditional hosters uh, who are offering them web hosting or managed WordPress hosting, for example, they can now install a solution on a server that they have, and then they can be basically selling out packages on that to the WordPress user. Mm -hmm. But then mm -hmm. it doesn't have to go and think about what kind of server do I need? How am I going to install it? You know, and all of that. The, the hoster has already done that with the, the big package that we, we're yeah. offering. And then that package has the possibility that when the user logs in, obviously, one click, and now he is he's going. He's got WordPress fully installed uh, with all the options set already. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Uh, packages and it's it's just done in seconds and I, I do think that's that's a really really great um sort of development yeah absolutely and uh, as a veteran you actually like can compare how it was before and how it is now and you're probably sitting sit there and wish i wish i had that back then but you know it is what it is and uh, and we can do even better and we're thinking about ways of making it even easier for customers because i think that Every single step matters, even if it's a small step, because like you compare, uh, like you, you gotta figure, you gotta understand that uh, people don't look at it from a uh, purely, uh, let's say, um, from a purely like narrow perspective, uh, because a lot of times hosters tend to think, okay, I'm competing with other hosters. No, you're not. It's it's worse than that. You're competing with stuff like Facebook, for example, uh, and like. I'm using a barber and they don't have a, a site actually. They have a Facebook page and they have an Apple integrated in that for the scheduling. It doesn't, it, it has no writing, it doesn't look nice, but it works. And just if you're a hoster, imagine what would it take to get these people off Facebook into your own uh, like infrastructure, into your own service. And you will quickly realize that uh, even a single extra step might be really difficult to overcome because each step kind of adds to the whole why I'm doing this thing. And it is really important for us to make sure that we're kind of helping hosters with this because a lot of hosters are still unfortunately in this mindset that, hey, I'm doing hosting. Of course, I'm, I'm successful. Where will these people go? They will find where to go, believe me. So I think and this is why we're having these new cool projects like WP Square, for example, which aims at specific exactly that. Like if you're a hoster, we can give you a tool for offering WordPress sites and services basically to your end user. And it aims at eliminating most of these extra steps, like as much as we can 
to make sure that if a host, if a user kind of chooses, like starts to figure out where to go, they would look at your offer and be like, okay, that, that looks easy. I'll try that. This is what we want to have. This is how we can help the hosting community and the WordPress community as well, because it's a problem in both communities. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've uh, obviously being at the company, I've, I've had a little play around with the, the WP squared, which is still in early development, but it, yeah. it's looking very promising. Um, and, and I have to say with that, it, this idea where the customer logs in and they're right there on the WordPress page, uh-huh. editing yeah. the site effectively almost immediately. Yeah, it's really there's great. There's no logging into some panel or interface and then going to the bit for WordPress and making selections. You, you basically, those first few selections are already done. No distractions. Exactly. And you're just straight into, that's, this is my site and I'm now setting it up. Yeah, no distractions. Also with the, um, with the W2P toolkit, it actually makes it as well so that, you know, somebody can spend a Saturday afternoon doing a website and already just doing it on a Saturday afternoon, it looks 10 times better than a Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And previously, mm-hmm. like we say, from traditional hosting, you would probably have to get your web developers in and you'd be waiting weeks for a finished website. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, with this kind of solution yeah. that we have now, you can, you can be up and running within a few hours with a, a website that works and looks good. Yeah. And the cool thing about WP Square uh, in particular is um, a lot of like new solutions are coming up on the market. Like we do WordPress this or we do something else. And typically they're built like from scratch, right? And they're new. They didn't really have the time to mature and iron out all the kings. So uh, they, I mean, I've tried some of them. They look great, but the second you step off the main path, something goes wrong. And I was sitting there thinking about that with the product owners of WP Square, uh, who might closely work with on a daily basis. And here's the thing, uh, WP Square is based on the proven technology that we have, the WP Toolkit, which was first released in 2014. Like next year, it's gonna be a 10 year anniversary. <laughs> That's actually, yeah. And, yeah, and the, and the cPanel too. So the thing is that we have a really robust uh, foundation for this product. So if you start going off the beaten path, we got you. It's all right. It's, it all works fine. So we have this really interesting combination of like stability and, and quality that was honed by the years, you know, of yeah. people complaining and submitting feature requests and stuff like that. And on top of that, we got this new stuff, really new, really cool, really exciting. And that combination, I think, is the key to kind of making a really great solution that is not a flash in the pan, you know, that will last you like months and years and so on and so on. Yeah, Yeah. of course. Uh, One uh, thing actually I have noticed as well, um, which for me is a plus point for the WordPress side, when you're comparing it with this instant um, solutions that are available now, mm-hmm. is whenever you see a website that's been made with one of these instant solutions, they all look the same. Absolutely. Because it's it's basically uh, putting you down this narrow path. Yeah. And you can't go off that, that path. Um, and obviously with WordPress, you've got so many more possibilities. And so you can make a much more individual website. But 
and obviously with the tools that, that you know there are that are around now mm-hmm. from us and even for other people um with those tools it makes it also easier and accessible for people who are not totally technical minded yeah you know uh, yeah which i find it's it is a really good development absolutely and robert you're really you really have a good insight there with the site builders because again i'm I was responsible for one of the site builders back in, I don't know, it was 2010 maybe. And this is a problem that they all have. They're sitting there and they're like, okay, uh, we got to give customer a choice. Like what kind of website do they want? And it all in their, in, in almost all cases, it boils down to let's make them choose a design template. And you cannot have like, it's a delicate balance. If you have too many design templates, the customer gets lost. Like, how do I choose a template out of a thousand templates? And on the other hand, if you don't go for a thousand templates, if you have like 300 of them, the sites will inevitably look the same. And I've seen that actually. I've seen a couple of sites like from the same, let's say industry, like in barber shops or whatnot, or like a online stores that do something specific like a, products for animals for example and they're like you're using not only the same site builder you're actually using the same template just replacing the uh phone numbers and stuff like that are you sure it's a good idea because you're not really differentiating yourself from your neighborhood uh compet- competition so to say and it's like huh that is that's a uh, that's where WordPress itself is obviously having an advantage uh, because you can have, uh, they're like, what? Tens of thousands of free themes fully customizable on the market. And uh, I don't even know how many themes are on, not on the WordPress.org. Like they're premium, you have to pay for them. They're three times more than on the WordPress.org, I think. And this actually plays into the whole, uh, like, getting people to feel that they're in control of the product thing because a lot of site builders they're like you have this template you can select like and change this picture that picture that picture and the text and that's it and like what if i want to do something else i've heard this complaint so i'm like you can't unfortunately that's the way it works and people will inevitably want to leave their own personal like footprint or mark on their site because some of them realize like okay if i could select this then my competition could select that as well so what do i do to differentiate it never i think happened ever with people uh i mean as far as i can tell from talking to customers usually doesn't happen to people who are like using wordpress because it's like of course i'm just choosing a theme and somebody like will do the design for me or i will be using some kind of what you see is what you get editor to actually build a theme out of my own blocks they're not that restricting they're they're not restricting at all frankly speaking also i mean with with wordpress and with the wordpress community um if if you're you know building a site and you're lost for ideas or you're you know you can't figure out exactly how something works the community will help oh yeah and just completely yeah you know post on forum or something like that and and you immediately get help Absolutely. This is a huge strength. And I think that, like, I've had uh, a number of private discussions, like, with people in the WordPress community, including some key people. And most of them tell me, look, we know that WordPress itself as a piece of code isn't perfect. But the community itself 
is probably its biggest strength. Because there's so many people like real enthusiasts, excited about the product. They're excited about leaving their own mark, uh, contributing to community, helping other people. If you go to work camp, and I've been on a lot of work camps throughout the years, it's always this atmosphere of, you know, uh, like, hey, what are you doing? How we can help? We're doing this, we're doing that, let's do something together. It's really a friendly, friendly, uh, I don't know, community, like to me. And that's really great because you don't find a community like that for the site builders. They're, they're like, they're separate. They're not trying to say earlier, the site builders are a commodity. Yeah. 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 They're not helping each other out. They're like, you're on your own. Like it's between you and the company who sold you this site building solution. And in case of WordPress hosting companies, like we're helping you in any way you can. But you also have this fantastic community to go to and ask for help and even contribute to. And that's what people are doing. And this is great because the strength, uh, like, I don't think that you can have right now in this world, a solution that could be truly global and like, um, let's say growth it, that the community that could grow the product that could grow that way without let's say crowdsourcing, so to say, because the, the strength of the like thousands and millions of people working together, that's not, that's not something any company in the world can match. I think No. Um, so we've already talked now about how we can make it, um, much easier for people, um, you know, who have no experience to create a WordPress website. And obviously we have solutions for that. Um, within Plesk and cPanel, um, there is obviously the WP Toolkit, which, as you say, is coming up to being 10 years old. Um, well, I'm feeling old. <laughs> obviously, that's the, the first version is 10 years old, and it's been developed and developed, and so obviously it's, it's all modern and up-to-date. Um, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, we have the WP Squared as well as the, the you know, specialist um, solution. Um, but uh, another thing uh, that I, I hear from a number of people is um, security. Oh, especially with businesses and, and this yeah. day, you know, everybody's worried, you know, is somebody going to hack me? Uh, am I going to be on my customer data? Is that going to be stolen or anything like that? And I mean, are there solutions, um, you know, in the works for that? And, and do we have any solutions already? This is a really good question. And uh, there's so much to unravel here. So before we go into solutions, I would like to just generally talk about this security situation in WordPress, so to say, because uh, I've been talking to a couple of security vendors and what they're telling me again, privately, they're like, we like, it was performance a couple of years ago. That was the hot topic in the WordPress community. Now it's security and it's been for several years. And when you look at the stats that that are published in the public stuff, uh, that's scary. Because you're looking at things like, yeah, um, if you have an outdated WordPress site, like outdated plugins, the, the chance that you'll get hacked is pretty high. Like you look at stats, like 60% of all WordPress sites that were hacked were hacked because somebody had an outdated plugin and you're like, but, but wait a second, like you could say, Andre, wait a second, but you know, you, you can automatically update plugins. You could automatically update themes. Where's the problem? And the problem is you cannot always do that. So first, 
we've encountered situations where there is a vulnerability, but there's no update to fix it. And uh, we actually know for a fact that if you report vulnerabilities to back to the plugin authors, not all of them reply. Some people just abandon their plugins. And if you're using the plugin for your site, it's not like you check it daily, like, hey, is it abandoned? No, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, you're not doing that. You're just working, right? And there's no update for the plugin that shows up in your WordPress admin panel and WP Toolkit. So you think you're fine, you're up to date. Technically you are, but doesn't mean that the plugin isn't vulnerable. That's a big problem. The second problem is like, even if you're, even if there's an update, it is scary. Like I've had a site give me the famous white screen of death of WordPress site because I've updated a plugin. Because I was using it really, my host was using a really old PHP version, which is a security problem in and of itself, right? Yeah. And I updated the plugin and the plugin didn't work with that version. And it just completely like widescreen my whole site. I had to revert from the backup. And it was a really scary experience. Like I, I never realized how scary it is until I got hit by that. I wasn't hacked, but I got hit with this update problem. And I was like, okay, next time I'll be doing the update, I'll do the full backup on everything and I'm going to double check everything. It, it leaves a scar. <laughs> oh, and this is, uh, and it was a simple plugin. I didn't have anything business critical there. What if you have a WooCommerce site with thousands of active orders? Like, are you willing to gamble the whole thing just because there's a security issue that could potentially be exploited? It's a difficult, really difficult situation for people who have WordPress sites. So they're looking at that and like, okay, updating takes time. I need to check that. I need to do this and that and do the backup and kind of schedule it and let my customers know that like my site won't be available that day from this time to that time. And since it takes time to prepare, like what if it's a zero day vulnerability that's been getting exploited right now and you need to act right now. It's a really tough situation in terms of security, unfortunately. And most of the tools, the security tools, they don't really help you with that. Like they can let you know, WP Toolkit, for example, it will let you know about the vulnerability. It will help you figure out like, do you need to update it? Or maybe you should disable that. But we're still working on adding, um, let's say a good way to mitigate that without a hey, having to wake up at 3 a.m. <laughs> to like, oh my God, there's a new vulnerability. I got to do something and be so being proactive and be actually being non-intrusive. We don't have that uh, technology like in the queue, so to say uh, it, it's called, we call it virtual patches. So the idea behind it is that we install a tiny plugin inside a WordPress site and it works like a web application firewall, just really, really tiny. So for example, if you have a known vulnerability and since we're inside WordPress, we know what plugins you have, what themes you have, which versions you have, and we have our own database of vulnerabilities that is updated uh, every hour. Uh, we get it from our partners at Patchstack. So uh, we are looking at the database on a hourly basis and we're like, okay, we know what's up with your site. And if we have this plugin, it can actually go to the same database that we have, take a rule, a firewall rule, basically for vulnerability and apply it. And unlike stuff that is like a 
blanket, carpet bombing everything, like, you know, uh, your typical web application firewall, not security, right? We will apply 10,000 rules whether you need them or not, and it kind of affects the performance, right? Unlike yeah. that, virtual patches work like surgically, literally. Uh, for example, recently we were looking at a vulnerability in the duplicator plugin. It was patched a long time ago, but still some sites kind of used that old version of a plugin. It was really serious. You could get the passwords for the whole server using that vulnerability. It's just a single site on the service hack. And the fix for that in the virtual patch is what one line, just a single line. It doesn't have any impact on performance if you do that, right? So the interesting thing here is that we have this technology and we will have this technology in WP Toolkit and by extension WP Square. And it's all good if you use Flask or cPanel or WP Square, but some of our partners have servers without Flask or cPanel and then cannot for some reason like install it or use it. So we're thinking about what we can do with that because we want to have a web secure. We don't want our partners to be like distracted by that. And uh, we made a new product code name WP Guard, which basically allows you to connect your uh, no panel or without Plask, without cPanel, maybe some other panel, you know, servers to that product. We will install a tiny WP toolkit based agent on the server. We'll check everything. We'll find all the sites, all the vulnerabilities and everything. We will allow you to like, you want an update? No problem. Auto update settings. No problem. We can all do that but it will also include the virtual patching technology. So you can actually say on this server, I want to protect everything. And if a new site comes up, I don't have to go back and say, Hey, okay, where's the new site? I want to protect it. If you protect the whole server, we will automatically add that to all new sites we found. Yeah. And that goes again for WP toolkit for WP square, because it's a really cool technology that will allow you, uh, both as a hoster and the site admin to have a peace of mind to sit down and think, okay, this is good. I don't actually have to, I will be notified that there's a, there's a vulnerability, but it was patched and I will have this feeling of warmth and care inside of me because web pros took care of me, you know, they did that and I didn't really have to do, to go to some extra lens to, so if actually in the end, you have, um, the maximum possible security on, on uh, your sites. <clears throat> without having to physically patch the sites. Yeah, it's non-intrusive. Layer in between, uh -huh. not, uh -huh. you know, uh, taking misbehaving uh, plugins and then, then replacing them and make, yeah. breaking the website. Yeah, absolutely. Just not doing that. It's it's just protecting the against the vulnerabilities and giving you the security. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that that's the thing. It's non-intrusive. It kind of gives you it gives you time to actually address the situation properly because yeah. it says, okay, we got it patched. It's not a full fix. The vulnerability is still there, but it is not active. It cannot be exploited. So take a time, plan your update and do something with it when it is convenient for you, not for us or for, for the hacker or for everybody else. It's up to you. Cause I mean, I, I know, um, you know, with the WP toolkit, you know, we've had the smart updates in there for some time. Yeah. And, and this helps with making sure you don't break a website. Correct. Well, that's correct. If updating a plugin, which would fix the vulnerability does break the website. Then you've potentially got quite a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. With, with whatever technology we have. Yeah. It's uh, it is still a problem. That's why we thought, okay, 
we will help with the updates and everything and that is all fine but we also want to make sure that you don't have to do the update when it's kind of forced it feels forced on you right so and that was one of the key things behind the like virtual patches technology that we will be introducing like all the products that we have that address the instant generation that we've mentioned in the beginning of our talk and uh, the more classic hoster generation with wp toolkit and then wp uh, guard and so on and so yeah. on so we're looking to cover all the bases and all the possible market segments so to say help everybody yeah. and everyone we can so it's classic wordpress generation that was raised on like yeah i'm going deep into that and i'm doing my cap things and the instant generation that we've started our discussion with that is like i want that immediately okay you got that and you got security immediately as well and all of the options that wordpress offers you yeah absolutely absolutely and that's just on top of wordpress we're kind of also giving it to the community so to say so that they actually say okay good we're at least we're safe on that front and then that front and that front as well yeah so um i think actually um it's probably a good time for us to first to wrap there sounds good i think we've had a yeah, reasonable discussion about what's coming up and um you know from from us but also generally in the industry as well um yeah um so thank you very much andy thank you for having me yep and thanks everybody for listening mm -hmm.